This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is bonus episode 307. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. Up in this episode, we're looking at a brand new Shudder exclusive title. This is Anything for Jackson. The review for that movie will be coming up right after the first break. Before we get to that, we are closing in, ladies and gents. This episode is dropping on Thursday, which means in one week's time, it will be Christmas Eve and the last episode of Podcast Under the Stairs for the year of our Lord, 2020. Or as I like to call it, the year that everyone is trying to forget. Good luck in doing that. I think it's going to be with us for a long time. But yeah, one week left of episodes and to be honest with you, the foot's not really coming off the pedal now so you might as well just get strapped in. There will be an episode every single day until we leave the airwaves and oh dear God, by Jove and God blind me, have I got a lot of content coming your way. Under the stairs, you can expect tomorrow the next and final instalment of our look at the American Horror Project series. We're finishing off myself and Derek with The Child from 1977. On Saturday, you're getting a little bit of a, a Junho convo, a.k.a. hits from the bong. It is a bong Junho director retrospective. And then on Sunday, 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 it is 88 films, slasher classics time as we look at the next instalment, which is a little movie called Frightmare. That's right coming up on the Sunday. Then Monday, we're doing Muppets Christmas Carol, your Christmas horror movie choice, people. You did this. You did this. And then on the Tuesday, you're getting the final instalment of our three-part true crime series documentary review episodes. And we're doing Cropsy. That was the one that got the most votes, so that'll be dropping on the Tuesday. On the Wednesday, is Movie Club with a little bit of listener reviews. And then on Thursday, which is Christmas Eve, we are dropping you a big old slab of drunken nonsense it recorded last night uh, we recorded for a long time I don't think we spoke much about the movie and it got progressively drunker as we went along with it and yeah it's a mess but it's a warlock commentary featuring myself the Baz and Scott and Liam vs Evil so yeah that is also coming your way on the Teapots Collective, we've just dropped a brand new episode of Opera Omnia, the third episode of season two, covering the third movie in Peter Strickland's back catalogue, The Duke of Burgundy. Oh, by God, do I love that movie. We will be dropping the final instalment of that on Christmas Eve. So you'll get myself and you will get the phenomenal Richard Glenn Smith talking about In Fabric, which is the fourth movie. In between that, though, at the end of this week, you'll be getting where to begin with Jalo. That's due to drop on Saturday. And then on the Monday, doing the nasty last episode of the year for that. That network also closes down on Christmas Eve. So we'll be closing up shop for about two and a bit weeks. Very much looking forward to it. Cannot wait for the break. 
give it to me, the sweet release away from the mic. And I know what's going to happen. I'll be a day away from it and then I'll be itching to come back because that is what happens. And some people have said, Duncan, why don't you take longer? Well, there's a weird little like space of time that I can acceptably take off from podcasting and a little slither of if I go beyond that, I'll not come back. And we've found that that tends to be about two weeks and any longer than that. And I can't muster the energy to come back. I just start doing other things. And that's how my brain works. So that is why it's never longer than that, ladies and gents. So we're back. And the first episode, as always, for Podcasts Under the Stairs, when we return back in January 2021, will be my top 20 horror movies of the year 2020. So that's 2020 and 20 movies. I'm sure someone else has cracked that joke if they haven't. It's mine now, bitches, finders, motherfucking keepers. Okie dokie, shall we get into this? This movie got me all giddy when I watched it. This is one of those ones that when Shudder drops a title and I know nothing about it and I sit and I watch it and my, my heart grew three sizes this watch. Uh, my evil grinching smile like went up past my eyebrows because uh, this movie is fucking baller and uh, if you watch one movie this December, Duncan says get yourself that Shudder subscription and check out anything for Jackson. Yeah, I'm already giving you my grade but fuck it. Some people only listen to the first five minutes of the show. You want to know how I know that? Because I look at the metrics. Some of you people disappear after the intro. What are you doing, you crazy people? Come back. Listen to more. We'll be coming back after promos for shows that you love. And a little bit of trailer action for anything for Jackson. It's all rhyming now and I'm loving every second of it. Non-spoiler review in this episode, ladies and gents. Coming right up, right after this. Want to learn more about horror directors with a lighthearted look at three of their movies? Meet fearless podcaster Gore Blimey. I've been unsettled by bats in the past and startled by parrots, and I've even been known to jump at the odd cockatoo. Discover horror films that are classics and others too. There's a topless aerobics massacre, an exploding rock singer, cannibals, nude martial arts, a deep fried prostitute. But it's not all silliness. You'll get proper movie breakdowns, opinion, and background information too. Yep, in the 80s and 90s, Jeff Stryker was huge in gay porn. In every sense. So if you're a horror film fan, come and check out the Trilogy of Terror podcast at strangeanddeadly.com or find it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or on your podcatcher. One of those people that has a certain charisma and a certain style, and I'm just hoping one day he'll rub off on me. The Trilogy of Terror podcast, where we try three times harder to give you the willies. Hello, my name is Audrey, and this is my husband, Henry. We don't want to hurt you or your baby. We feel this would be the best way for you to go missing. Morning. Here to clean your drive. No, no, everything's okay. Thank you so much for the book. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. So you've seen some ghosts, huh? No one has more time than a grieving family. We can do this. He's coming back to us. Hey! 
trick or treat. And welcome back. So you've just heard the trailer for Anything for Jackson. This one got released on the 3rd of December, apparently. I thought it was the 6th, but according to the internet, it was the 3rd. Never believed the internet. It's full of lies, but it does have tits. And tits never lie. So I may have just counteracted my argument. Well played, Duncan McLeish. Well, thank you, Duncan McLeish. Anyway, this is Anything for Jackson. It's exclusively available on Shudder. So if you've got that Shudder subscription, you can go and check it out right now. If you don't have a Shudder subscription, you get like about a week free, I want to say. Sign yourself up for that. Honestly, this is one that you will want to see before the end of the year. It's directed by Justin G. Dick. I'm assuming that's how you pronounce it. It might be Dyke, but um, I'm going with Dick. It's got Sheila McCarthy in it, Julian Richings, a... Constantina Mantelos, Josh Crudus, Yannick Bisson, Lanet Ware, Claire Cavalhero, Scott Cavalhero, Daxton William Lund, Caitlin Lieb, Rebecca Lamarche, Jane Eastwood, Al Bennett, uh, and some other folks in here as well. Synopsis for this one is listed on IMDb as a bereaved satanic couple kidnap a pregnant woman so they can use an ancient spell book to put their dead grandson's spirit into her unborn child but end up summoning more than they bargained for. So, yeah, that's a really good synopsis because that is literally all you need to know and know more than that before you jump into the movie. Now, like I say, this is a non-spoiler review. The reason I've opted for that is it's just been released and this is one that I do highly recommend that you check out. So, where possible, I'm not going to go much beyond what is written in that synopsis. There's a whole fucking lot to love about this movie. It is a lean, tight, taut machine. Doesn't waste any time in getting into the action. And it's one of those ones, Action Jackson, that's just going to be in my head all day now. Fucking fuck my life. Um, But it doesn't waste any time to get into it. It also doesn't waste any time on fully putting its cards on the table as to what the couple are trying to do. There's no mystery or mystique here. It's very obvious within like the first 10 minutes they're Satanists. Um, And you know, they may have acquired a book that happens to actually allow them to do some black magic. And that's far as I'll go with those spoilers. Like it said in the synopsis, the plan here is they've kidnapped a pregnant woman and they're trying to take their dead grandson's spirit and supplant that in the unborn child, so when he's born, they will essentially have their grandson back. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very, very, very tight. It just gets down to brass tacks straight away, and I couldn't be any fucking happier of that. It's really well shot. It's shot in scenery, which is mostly surrounded by snow, and I love the snow aesthetic that's used in horror movies when done right. So I love that aspect. Acting is fucking top-notch here. The old couple played by Sheila McCarthy and Julian Richards, who you will have seen in plenty of other things. Trust me, they've got those sort of faces. Like, I've seen you before. Are excellent. They're sweet. They're homely. Um, obviously a wee bit sinister. Uh, but they're flawed characters in that they, all they want is their grandson back and they are meddling with powers out with their control that they think they can tame because they're desperate. And I really liked that aspect about it. I actually thought it was one of the 
the better things I've seen in a horror movie in a while is that you give me antagonists who are doing something reprehensible and evil and yet there's a part of me that knows that if I was a grandparent and I lost a grandchild and there was even a shot at bringing that child back, even if it was through some less than, let's say, ethical means, I'd, you know, would I do it? And part of me thinks I probably would. I, I, I think their, their heart is in the right place, even though their belief is not. Um, so I really loved that aspect. I thought, I thought they, they turn in a blinder. Uh, this movie, for the most part, is very minimalist as well, until shit ramps up at the end. And what they add in terms of scares are done gradually, but that's not to say that they're kind of subtle, they're not at all. What you see um, when shit starts to go south is like nightmare visions, and they're done really, really well. There's been money spent on crafting the practical effects and special makeup on the 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 entities that are going to appear in this movie and it's really fucking done there's about two or three that are genuinely creepy like genuinely creepy like the show art we've dropped today on this episode that's one of them and it kind of looks like a, a warped version of apex twins um come to daddy when like the you know when the like the pigtailed schoolgirl wearing the horrible man face has a big massive fucking over exaggerated horrible teeth it's kind of like that and it is fucking unsettling um there's an entity i can't obviously i don't want to go into spoilers but there's an entity who has had some sort of a violent death involving a plastic bag and its movements and actions on screen are deeply fucking unsettling so i love that aspect and then the movie really really ramps up i was talking to bo ransdell last night my good buddy bo ransdell a uh, co-host of Duncan and Bolt come correct and basically ramped this movie up to him and was like you really need to see this and he went away checked it out and what he came back and said to me was this movie would double really well with a dark song and I think he's right this in a lot of respects feels like the the other side of the dark song so where a dark song is a movie which really strives to be positive um, and ends up in such a way, which I know upset a lot of fans, but ends up in such a way where it can be looked as a happy ending. Uh, anything for Jackson is like the, the other side of that coin, the yin to its yang, so to speak, and that it never really wants to do that, and it really wants to go quite dark. I had countered back to him saying that it almost feels like this is like a, a really well put together audition tape for Let, let Me Have the, the Hellraiser reboot, because, like, this movie reminded me so much of the idea of, um, you know, good intentions or misspent intentions playing with powers out with our control and the cause and effect and reality of those circumstances felt back tenfold. Um, and certainly when, once again, when shit starts to go south, it did remind me a little bit of the end of Hellraiser, when, when all the Cenobites have arrived and they're just doing all that creepy Cenobite shit, and you're just like, oh, fuck. So it reminded me a lot about that as well. It's worth saying that Constantina Mantelos uh, is brilliant in this one. She is mostly confined to a bed uh, as a pregnant woman throughout this movie, but she is fucking great. And then there's this weird, creepy character um, called uh, Josh. Uh, Josh Crudus, who plays this guy called Ian. Um, and Ian is... Oh, he's one of these characters that, yeah, a little bit 
too much power goes to the head and corrupts horribly and he's a total piece of shit of a character um, and there's a bit of fun at his expense in some parts where I did giggle but I don't think the movie is played that way it's just my sense of humour but he plays a really interesting kind of counter antagonist um, like the next level up so to speak that is unassuming so I thought that was done really well the movie, like I say, is well constructed, it is tight, it's under an hour and 40 and it moves at a fucking incredible pace to get through it. It's creepy, it delivers scares that I wanted to see that I thought were very effective. Um, the movie itself, weirdly, I mean, it's, it's, it's existing in a subgenre of horror which has a lot of entries, yet anything for Jackson felt merited and almost in some respect felt like it was actually carving out its own little niche and it was doing it really fucking well. Um, the scoring in the movie is excellent in terms of the sound design and just the, the soundtrack as well. Really, really, really enjoyed that. And then the other little subtle details, there's, just, there's a lot of inclusion in this movie of things that are just inherently creepy. And they're not overused and they're also not underused. So there's a, a real fine line balance and construction in this movie that I greatly appreciated. That's really all I have to say about it. If anything I've said has piqued your interest, you should check it out. I will tell you this right now, flat out, anything for Jackson is definitely one you will want to see before you construct your end of year lists. Whilst it's not the most original movie I've ever seen, it is certainly one of the stronger contenders I have seen this year. And the fact it's available right now exclusively on Shudder and you can jump across and check it out once again reminds me to remind you that Shudder has nailed it this year. They put out, yes, granted a lot of movies that I thought were fucking awful, but their ratio of things that have hit with me this year has been incredibly strong. So yeah, uh, anything for Jackson gets a 4.5 out of 5 from this guy damn near loved this movie honestly I think it is that fucking good go and check it out available exclusively on Shudder I'm going to take my final break of the show when I come back I'm closing it out and I'm doing it right after this you're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. This has been bonus episode 307 with a bonus non-spoiler review of Anything for Jackson exclusively available on Shudder. Check it out. It's fucking great. There's a multitude of ways to check out the show. Wherever you're listening to us right now, hit subscribe. That way you get access to all the new episodes of Podcasts Under the Stairs. You also get access to the archives of Podcasts Under the Stairs. Over 800 episodes are waiting there to be listened to. You can also check out the Tea Putts Collective. Please subscribe to that. That way you get the other shows I do. Where to begin with Jallo, Opera Omnia, Chronicle and Doing the Nasty. Over 100 episodes over on that feed that you can jump in and weave your way through it and get all the Duncan that you want for Christmas. Subscribing to both those feeds is the best way to support what I do. You can visit the website. It's teaputtscast.com. The merch page is teaputtscast.bigcartel.com. On Facebook, we can be found at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Cast, And the Teapots Collective page is just simply facebook.com forward slash Cast. You can reach out and interact with myself and Baz on the twin prongs of social media sexness. Instagram and Twitter both can be followed at Cast. The podcast under the stairs will return for you, dear listeners, tomorrow. 
we are bringing the final instalment of the American Horror Project box set. Disc number six, the third entry in the second box set. Myself and Derek closing out this series looking at 1977's The Child. But until then, whatever you are, whatever the time zone is and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs and I am signing off.